now everybody's gonna be quiet because that's Yay! how we do things. Are we gonna have real bingo cards when we meet up next week? Uh, I haven't planned them yet. I think but... I think it would probably need some revision because, like, I still have mine on my desk from last year actually because I never clean my desk off. But yeah. like, we never we never like shame the Ghostbusters episode anymore. That's and, like, true. I haven't used my throaty vixen voice in a while and shit like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, We've we, grown. Yeah, we could definitely. Yeah, we have totally new shit that we do every episode or on a regular basis now. Like, we don't we don't mention tentacle porn as much because Nana. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Did that just reset the counter? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> it's been zero episodes since we talked about. And it actually probably been like three or four episodes but until then. You just you fucked up, Tim. <laughs> this is all on you. Oh, good. Uh, well, with that, I feel like that's ample, <laughs> ample preamble. That's a good, good tongue twister. Welcome back, everybody, to Dance Robot Dance, our seventy fifth episode. Yeah, I don't know what seventy. What, what anniversary is seventy five? That has to be some kind of. Is it like the Cuse anniversary or some shit like that? Seventy fifth wedding anniversaries would be. Doesn't say. Does I, I guess that's past when you when most people would normally actually live to. Yeah, so there there isn't actually a gift for a 75th wedding anniversary. Because the 60th, I think, is is diamond. Yeah. Like 50th, I think, is is gold. And then uh, 60th is diamond. I don't know. I mean, I guess you'd both have to live to be like 100. Yeah. Right? Like, you'd have to be like both, like, what are they, what's it, what's the word? Not the genarians? Like yeah, in not, yeah, in, the, in your 90s. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I'd have to get, have gotten married, like, in your, in your early twenties, so or like yeah. you would have had to be like child brides. Yeah, there's that too, or be from India or yeah. somewhere where arranged marriages still happen. Who yeah. doesn't love that? <laughs> All right. Uh, well, as you can tell by now, uh, we have our usual crew with us here this evening. Uh, I'm Tim. I'll be hosting this festive Christmas extravaganza. Mark's favorite. Uh, we also do have Mark with us tonight. How's it going, guys? And we have Christy. Heyo. Uh, yeah. How are you guys doing tonight? I'm full. <laughs> I was at Korean full barbecue before this for the first time. Oh, for the oh, first nice. time. You've never been to Korean I've barbecue never been, before, and it was oh, it was awesome. Was it like at your like cook it at your table like Korean barbecue? Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. I love that. Uh, yeah, it was. It was really really good. But I'm just oh, God, I'm so full. Like, was it all you can eat or did you just order too much? No, it was all you can eat. And like, <laughs> I actually stopped eating before I was full at the table. Cause I was like, mm, this is probably a good idea to stop eating. And now I'm just like, <laughs> Oh, never should have stopped. But also glad I stopped. <laughs> it was so good. Do they have like all the little tiny um, bowls of banchan all over and everything? Yeah. Nice, nice kimchi and nice. Yeah. It was awesome. That's, that's almost like my favorite part is those little, guys because half of them i don't even know what they are but i still put them in my mouth (laughs) oh who doesn't love putting things they don't really recognize in their mouths (laughs) um oh can i have one thank you you just said you're full yeah now christy is back eating after she just complained about being full oh yeah i did didn't i (laughs) <laughs> had you forgotten already that you struples about being full struples oh they're waffles. yeah stroop stroopwafels uh yeah i have some friends that live in the netherlands and they bring me back those whenever they come back 
have you ever have you had them like kind of how they're supposed to be eaten where you put them over like a hot cup of coffee or a hot cup of tea oh. so they get all yeah so they get all melty in the middle you're supposed to put these over hot cups of things that's awesome <laughs> mark knows <laughs> um, yeah but that's how I, I prefer to consume them but they are they're they're very delicious yeah super good ow <laughs> All right. Well, uh, let's get into our weekly news here. Not a whole lot of stuff to cover, but there was some big stuff to cover. So the the big one, which we've been talking about for weeks already, is that last Thursday morning, which is, I guess, the night after we recorded, they finally announced the merger or, I guess, acquisition of most of 20th Century Fox and Fox in general by Disney. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, there's and the internet kind of blew up over that, and there's a lot of people that are a lot of concern trolling happening. Is was my general impression after that happened? <laughs> um, it depends on who you like, where you were, and who you were talking to. Like a lot of people, and like most of the front page of like Reddit and stuff like that, to me, seemed to just be like, oh no, they have too much power, and then like very sporadically trickled in the Marvel fans being like, we have the X Men back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, shut up. But then there were yeah. But then there were also the Marvel fans that were like, oh god, they're going to fuck with Deadpool. Like Oh wow. And, yeah, that, that was I mean that was gonna happen regardless of what you did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like these are people that don't realize that Disney used to own Miramax that put out a lot of really risque rated R well, films. Like most, of, most of the Tarantino, Tarantino movies, movies and Kevin Smith movies yeah. and so Robert Rodriguez, if I'm not mistaken, right? At one point, was he? Yeah. So yeah. like that's. I get the fear of like losing the feeling of ownership. You know what I mean? I think that's more what it is. Is that yeah. you know before this Disney Disney is just you know it's it's Mickey Mouse to a lot of people, and like yeah, I feel like Mickey will be handling Deadpool is a little scary. It is, but I mean that's a I mean as you know I know I know that you know that's a gross oversimplification. Yeah. <laughs> of the situation Mm -hmm. but yes there are a lot of people that hear disney and automatically go like oh my god disney is evil in all ways shapes and forms when they're probably also like star wars fans and have been enjoying maybe the uh disney produced star wars movies or the mcu movies and that sort of thing Mm -hmm. so uh, i think it's the article i shared on our facebook page really summarized my feelings on the fact which is uh, because Bob Iger, Iger is not an idiot who hates money, he's not going to fuck with the rated R Marvel movies. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Like, they're not going to turn down these, you know, or, or or fuck with these huge like money making properties. They're gonna, you know, they want that money coming in, regardless of if it comes in under a rated R banner. And they also like have been putting out what is close to rated R material already with the Marvel stuff on Netflix. So I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I yeah. didn't get the argument that like, just because Disney is Disney, they were going to like gut Deadpool and whatever. And I was like, okay, you guys can believe whatever you want to believe over here in sane land. I'm just going to be like, um, I'm probably yeah. going to get Deadpool two and three and they're probably both going to be R rated and there's probably going to be a fuck ton of swearing in them. And I don't expect anything else to come out of these. So yeah, yeah. exactly. But yeah, so I mean, there's a lot of stuff surrounding that. Uh, there's apparently there's potentially some investigation going on, antitrust kind of investigations. Although I personally don't think that Disney would have done this if they thought that there was any sort of chance that they would get an antitrust suit out of it. I mean, it's possible. 
because they view this kind of merger more negatively than they do the Time Warner style, like what they're doing at Time Warner. And I want to say, is it still AOL? No. Yeah. Whatever uh, that well, merger is that they're doing right now, usually they'd be mm-hmm. fine with that because it's two different points in the distribution scheme. Whereas like this is like strictly yeah. I want to say horizontal. I can't remember exactly what the terminology is. This, yeah, I think this is horizontal integration rather than like yeah. vertical. Yeah, Whereas or, they fulfill yeah. the same purpose and they would just be like taking over more of that pie, like that one pie, as opposed to like the Time Warner deal that is more like it's them diversifying and kind of combining a bunch of different interests. Like this is mainly just like entertainment, yeah. right? So Yeah, I mean, I think I still feel like there's so many studios out there, both in terms of film and TV, that like, they definitely don't have like more than 50% no. of the pie. The other at this thing point. is, I, and as I think it was uh, Michael Taylor pointed out on our Facebook page. Um, now I forgot what he said. And it was a good point. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. That uh, what Michael Taylor said that he's pretty sure Disney owns enough exactly. Congress critters exactly. to bury the yeah, point, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I'm sure they have enough lobbyists in place that they'll be able to just kind of shoo most of that away. You know what I mean? Like that's probably not going to affect them particularly mm-hmm. so Disney's got so much money at this point yeah. that like if, if fifty thousand dollars can buy a congressperson in terms of like whatever you were seeing for net neutrality and stuff like that i i think disney can afford some chump change to make sure yeah. that uh that deal goes through for them true enough is that is that something we want to talk about do we want to talk about i didn't have it on the list but we can go into fucking net neutrality if we really want to because it doesn't affect you guys no <laughs> it doesn't affect me and like my prime minister is fighting actively to put that into like permanent law mm-hmm but I like I don't know how it really affects the outside of the U.S. world. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I mean a lot of that technology stuff happens in the U.S., but it's diversified enough that I could see like Canada really not being super affected by it because the traffic just comes in from Google's European servers as opposed to coming in from mm-hmm. Google states. You know what I mean? So maybe there's a little bit more lag, but we still have access to the same shit. Yeah, and I think, I mean, there are a lot of companies that on the face of it are saying, you know, we want to keep things, you know, neutral, but in the sort of in their lobbying and stuff like that, they're kind of telling a different story and they're, you know, who they're supporting and that kind of thing. But I feel like there's always like, I feel like Google at the very least is probably never going to buy into like the Internet various internet package schemes kind of thing or whatever. So there, there will always be that one option to sort of keep everybody else honest honest if you will yeah yeah that's my hope anyways well the, the sooner you move up here the less of a concern it'll be so <laughs> it's true yeah except up there i won't be paying 70 dollars for gigabit internet i'm sure mm, no <laughs> you're lucky if you can find gigabit gigabit, uh, gigabit internet up here and for the first exactly. part so. exactly <laughs> i just are you talking about like phone plans or no like or actual like, like high-speed internet no, like actual, real, real actual internet Oh yeah, because <laughs> I'm paying seventy. Mm-hmm. I'm paying seventy bucks a month, but it is not gigabit. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that is one of the things I'm gonna miss when I move back to Canada. Yeah, there might be some fiber up here by the time you get it, get moved up, but it's it's hard to say. Uh, the telecoms move very slowly up here when it comes to upgrading their mm-hmm. infrastructure and stuff like that. Even in Kitchener, where the Google headquarters is, I don't think they. I still don't think they have fiber out there. So. Really, that's that's, like, that is that is pretty pathetic. Yeah, so. Michael Taylor, yeah, <laughs> so. who works for an uh, hotbot? Yeah, Ask Jeeves. <laughs> I think we agreed it was Ask Jeeves. No, we know they, Ask Jeeves. Yeah, 
Oh, Bing. Bing. It was Bing, Bing. Wasn't it? That's fucking. That's <laughs> that's that's just me. Yeah, that's shitty. And Michael Taylor just just, oh, un, just unfollowed the podcast. Unfollowed the podcast. I like that guy. You guys. And, and no, probably we're shut to do down a bonus episode. Server. Yeah, it's entirely possible. No, we're supposed to do a bonus episode. <laughs> uh, the other really big piece of news this week, uh, which we won't spend too much time on because we're going to do a whole episode on it, is that uh, Last Jedi released last Thursday to critical acclaim, but really divided uh, fan reception. And yeah, I don't know how much we need to get into that because we've already had our own sort of set of heated conversations between our three co-hosts here who are also divided on the movie which uh, you guys will all get to hear next week and a conversation that we'll, we'll be live and drunk too so that's gonna be yes that may be <laughs> episode 76 you get, you get to hear the fists being thrown and beer bottles smashing against each other's heads p- potentially yeah, in my basement which is <laughs> overjoying that's the, 20, that's the 27th right yes ma'am yes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. oh wednesday good <laughs> what you have to work you have to work on thursday no no i have two weeks off yeah, there you go. Good. <laughs> well, no, we'll we'll get appropriately Wednesday. Too. Yeah, absolutely. I'll be uh, <laughs> I'll be un- enjoying unemployment again by then. Oh so. yeah, this is your last week. This, tomorrow's my last day. Oh, I thought it was. Yeah. I thought it was till the end of the week. No, for some reason, I'll be there Monday, Tuesday this week. Oh man, are you so pumped? <laughs> no, not in the slightest. You mean to be done? Yes. Yeah. Not to go in tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but to be done, yes, I'm very excited. To be Done. like working mm-hmm. there well like, i mean i'm still gonna be freelancing for them but like full-time going in there whew, i'm not gonna miss that fucking drive <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. all right well the, the there's one bit of uh of last jedi news that i think we can probably all get behind and it has to do more with the actual premiere than it does with the movie uh and it, it was a story that that i saw making the rounds that touched my heart was that uh carrie fisher's dog gary yeah. fisher oh. went to the premiere yeah. And apparently he perked up every time he heard Carrie Fisher on screen. Oh, right in the yeah, feels. That hurts the feels. That poor pug who can't fucking keep its tongue in his mouth. Oh, my friend's dog who we loved just died like yesterday too. So like when I saw that story, I was like, Yeah. Everything hurts. It was. It was it was pretty rough, but uh, I mean, he's he's rough? enjoying his own sort of like <laughs> Jesus Christ, his own sort of like celebrity right now, because I guess like he's starting to make the rounds at cons and stuff like that. Like people want to get their picture taken with Gary Fisher. Yeah, why not? I would. But they didn't. <laughs> yeah. There's no footage of him see in the movie theater, is there? No, not that I've seen. No, it was just people just were posting about it and i guess well he also had a sort of cameo in the movie too yeah. right yeah so yeah they had wait uh, who was he in the movie they cast gary fisher well basically they had like uh one of the critters in the casino scene oh uh was was that somebody was carrying around like a big sort of vaguely doggish looking thing that had like a smushed in hug face that was supposed to be like an homage to gary fisher i'm gonna look that up right now <laughs> Yeah, but we'll, like I said, we'll get more in depth into uh, the Last Jedi next week, and hopefully, still talk to each other afterwards. <laughs> and uh, talk to you're making it seem like we're gonna like <laughs> stop being friends because it, you're not happy. I'm playing it up. I'm playing it up. I don't know if you are. We we we, we will we will Tim be. And fine. I got through Justice League, so I think we can get through Star yeah. Wars because <laughs> I was not kind, yeah. not kind to Justice League, <laughs> which we've never actually talked about. Yeah, no, we'll, we'll have to do that at some point. Christy, you still haven't seen Justice League, right? And you're probably not <laughs> no. likely to at this point. Not at the right, So I think that 
that might have to be a, a bonus episode that Mark and I will yeah, do at some point. Just just sit down for an hour and hash well, out, uh, about just hash out Justice League and the DCEU at large at yeah. this point. Oh, yeah. sorry, I just saw the I just saw the cameo. The yeah, the Gary it's Fisher cameo. So funny. It is pretty cute. Yeah. All right. In uh, in more news, I think probably everybody can get behind. Related to the Amazon uh, Lord of the Rings series, Ian McKellen has finally come out and said basically that he has not been asked to uh, be to play Gandalf in this series yet. But basically, the only reason he hasn't said yes yet is because he hasn't been asked about it. Just that he came out a while ago. To be fair, so sorry. That's why. <laughs> fair. Enough. Mark Mark made uh, a funny dick joke. Yeah, that's just me being an asshole. Sorry, guys. <laughs> gonna shake my head. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm. I mean, I love you, McKellen and Gandalf. I think that's maybe the best casting decision of like our lifetime. Yes. Potentially. So I I will always take more Gandalf. You did yeah, see that great. Patrick Stewart got cast as Professor Xavier at some point, right? Like that. That that was also pretty <laughs> solid, but I don't know that that's better. Then no, it's not than better Gandalf, than Gandalf. Than oh, yeah, Gandalf. You guys are both <laughs> at least not yeah, for not well, for my. You guys are both That's fine. It's not that it's not <laughs> that it's not worse than Gandalf, but it's not better. Yeah, fine. All right, whatever. <laughs> I quit the podcast. But yeah, Bye-bye. so just kidding. I mean, it's still. <laughs> It still remains to be determined as to what the actual content of that series is going to be and whether Gandalf would fit into it in any way, shape, or form. But honestly, if it's anything like set in the third age of Middle-earth, Gandalf was always just sort of flitting around in the background, like sticking his fingers in things kind of thing. Phrasing. Pun intended. Yeah. (laughs) Phrasing. So it would be really easy to include him in a way that would make sense if they're going to do third age kind of stuff in that series. So Cool. Yeah, keep you updated on that. Related to the Lord of the Rings and Hobbit movies, did you guys see the trailer to the newest uh, Peter Jackson directed property? No. No. Mortal Engines? No. Oh, is he doing that? Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, so it's based on a book series by Philip Reeve. Uh, sorry, it's produced by Peter Jackson. Um, it's directed by Christian Rivers. I don't know who that is. But apparently it is a takes place in a world where major cities now travel the globe and prey upon smaller factions. So cities basically can are mobile and move around and attack other cities. It looks pretty crazy and epic, but it looked like does that not sound like a Peter Jackson movie at this point? It actually kind of sounds like what I would think the next Mad Max should be. Yeah, I could that that would be a different direction than I think the Peter Jackson will probably take it. Yeah, but, but I just mean like for some reason <laughs> when you were reading that description, I was like, I could see them doing that with the Mad Max movie for some reason. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah, it sounds like something like grandiose, like he would want to be doing. So yeah, and it just looks like a huge like visual spectacle kind yeah. of thing. I'm always I, I didn't watch the does. whole trailer, but go ahead. Uh, no, I was going to say like I'm always kind of confused because he never seems to do anything small scale. Like he's never done like. Maybe I just don't pay attention. Yeah. Not not since like uh, what beautiful creatures or whatever. Yeah, which is one like, of his, like, well, or like the the frighteners. Like yeah, since since he started the Lord of yeah, the Rings movies. That's what I mean. Like since he did he did Rings, he's always doing these like massive fucking blowout blockbuster kind of things, and he doesn't do anything. Yeah, like, King Kong. Yeah. And, yeah, which I think is kind of weird. I thought you would think he would want to like maybe try something smaller. Well, I think scale. because he's yeah, I, I think because he's got like this sort of team surrounding him that he trusts mm. to do these sort of. 
huge grandiose things. Maybe that is why people are coming back to him with it. But I mean, if anybody's watched any any of the special features or read much of the sort of production stories of the Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit movies, both of those like took a lot out of him, yeah. sort of physically and emotionally. Like they were huge projects to undertake, and he's taking the majority of that on his shoulders as the director. And especially considering the shooting schedule that those all went through where they were just like these crazy long marathon shooting schedules. And then he has to go through and oversee all the post-production and kind of thing. Like there was one point where he got like really, really sick. I think during the Hobbit movies, they had to shut down production for a while just because he was running himself too hard. Yeah, That's what I mean. Like you would think after that, he'd be like, no, you know what? I want to make like a $50 million like talking kind of like Kevin Smith movie or something like that. Just to like, make something but not have to like kill myself over it but nope every time it's like Mm -hmm. king kong or i'm gonna do three more fucking (laughs) hobbit movies or whatever (laughs) yep i don't know it's glutton for punishment i suppose i guess and i think the last piece of news uh that i want to touch on this week is uh one that i saw that christy shared and that alicia also shared with me which was the predictive text chapter of harry potter oh so funny oh my god So basically somebody fed all of the Harry Potter novels to a like predictive text algorithm and then let it write a chapter, like a short chapter, uh, mind you, but a chapter of the Harry Potter books. Okay, Christy, how how was it? Hilarity ensues. How was it, Christy? It was so funny. Oh my God, (laughs) I laughed so hard. Can I read just like an excerpt? Sure. You read an expert excerpt and I'll read. Okay, why don't you go first? <laughs> All right, I'll do this one. Not so handsome now, thought Harry as he dipped Hermione in hot sauce. The Death Eaters were dead now, and Harry was hungrier than he'd ever been. Sounds kinky, actually. <laughs> okay, wait. No, I gotta find. I gotta find the one I want to read. Let me just get it. <laughs> it's it's my favorite. <laughs> like the predictive text is so. It's just so good. Okay, here, here, here. Okay, it's like two different things. So, (laughs) okay, here we go. Leathery sheets of rain lashed at Harry's ghost as he walked across the grounds towards the castle. Ron was standing there and doing a kind of frenzied tap dance. He saw Harry and immediately began to eat Hermione's family. Ron's Ron's Ron shirt was just as bad as Ron himself. (laughs) If you two can't clump happily, I'm going to get aggressive, confessed the reasonable Hermione. What about Ron magic, offered Ron. To Harry, Ron was a loud, (laughs) slow, and soft bird. Harry did not like to think about birds. (laughs) (laughs) It just reads like... Like <laughs> it literally reads like 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 a robot learning to tell a story, kind of basically. That's amazing. My favorite Ron's Ron shirt was just as bad Ron's as Ron, Ron himself. <laughs> uh. I wonder if that's like if if it was basing that on like the the Weasley sweater, uh. like the sweater that Ron's mom makes for yeah. him. For some reason, it adapted it to Ron's Ron shirt. Well, because because he always had talked about how much he hated his sweaters. Every year he got one. Mm-hmm. It's just so funny. Oh, my God. Ron's Ron <laughs> shirt was just as bad <laughs> as Ron himself. <laughs> well, I love the ending, too, when it's just like, the floor of the castle seemed like a large pile of magic. 
The Dursleys had never been to the castle, and they were not about to come here in Harry Potter and the portrait of what looked like a large pile of ash. Harry looked around <laughs> and then fell down the spiral staircase for the rest of the summer. <laughs> for the rest of the summer. I'm Harry Potter, Harry began yelling. The dark arts better be worried. Oh, boy. <laughs> That honestly does kind of feel like a paraphrasing of <laughs> of of some chapter of these books oh, I've never read. Buddy. Oh, the dark arts better be worried. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. I'm sorry. All right, now that we've sufficiently broken Christy. That's so funny. <laughs> oh my cheeks hurt. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> alright well <laughs> with that let us move on to our next segment which is Christy laughing apparently I'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> that's just so funny I'm sorry what's this of the weekend <laughs> <laughs> yes it is geek of the week that's possibly our most hysterical sting ever so while christy regains her composure mark what was the geekiest thing that you did this week sorry i'm apparently i I, i'm so distracted by the fact that christy has completely lost all control of herself (laughs) so funny i'm sorry pretty sure christy's about to pee Mm. I can't. Mark's in there playing a uh, playing a Fire Emblem, so I couldn't get in if I tried. In the bathroom playing Fire. Yeah, he took he took the switch. It's one of the great things about the switch. <laughs> is, it's one of the is, great things about the switch, Morty. One of the great things about the switch is how it can how easily it can be contaminated by fecal coliform bacteria. <laughs> Hopefully, can, it has like an anti- in the bathroom, Morty. Yeah, that Sorry, should what? be a selling feature, like it, that it has an antibacterial like coating or something like that. <laughs> Taken to the bathroom. I don't want my switch with that weird green color that the uh, the flushers have that are antibacterial or whatever. I just don't want that. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, know. Oh, I don't want that around my house or my phone. <laughs> All right, Mark. Uh, I finished out my little run of uh, 70th anniversary horseshoe shows and saw the Constantines on Saturday night, which was kind of fun because it was at the horseshoe and the Constantines are fucking awesome. So good show. My friend Chris was at the same concert. He was like four rows in front oh, of you. Oh, was he really? Yeah. Uh, there, yeah. It was like the Chris Martin from Coldplay. Yeah, Chris Martin from Coldplay. Yeah, Chris Martin was Coldplay. Awesome. That's amazing. <laughs> um, yeah, it was a really good show. It was definitely, what was the word? What, what did I, I call it? Uh, like age, aging hipster central. It was a lot of, yeah. a lot of people who were in university when I had gone back to university that are now, I guess, would probably be like since I'm like mid to late thirties, like they're probably in their early thirties. So a lot of like skinny jeans and like the same haircuts from two thousand and say ten ish, but with some gray streaking them a little bit. So it was like aging hipster heaven in the in the horseshoe on uh, Saturday night. So that was fun. But I mean, other than that, like the fucking Constantines <laughs> were spectacularly good, and uh, it was really funny. My mom and dad were to take like my sister and her boyfriend took my mom and dad to see bad out of hell, like the meatloaf musical that's playing. Oh, in Toronto. Yeah. 
And I guess their show got out at like 1030 and they were on the road and back before I ever even came into the city. Before your show even yeah, started. Before like the, like, so I was getting into Toronto at the same time they were leaving Toronto for the show they'd gone to see already. That <laughs> Like the traffic was really bad. I was like, really? I didn't, there wasn't much traffic. And I was like, yeah, because you're going into the city oh, at like wait. 1030, you fucking idiot. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, there's nobody on the roads because everybody's at home by now. But yeah. Yeah. So they were they, they went to that and they really enjoyed it. But they were like, "Oh, you were so you were driving like maybe not past us, but like I was like pretty close though, pretty much." So I think I was parking yeah. as they were leaving their show. I was like parking to go to see mine. So two ships passing in the night, more or less. Yeah, it was just weird. <laughs> passing in the night. Did uh, Did your friend like the show? Yeah, he had a good time. Is it your friend Chris Martin? Yeah, They're from okay. Coldplay though, right? Yeah, from Coldplay. <laughs> Okay, cool. <laughs> if that were my name, you have to, I you have to introdu- introduce this someday. Yeah, exactly. So he'd be like, hey, from Coldplay. Uh, it'll be the first time he's ever heard it. Sure. What's Goop Scoop like? <laughs> what? I was just going to ask, what's Goop Scoop like? Goop Scoop? He's making he's a Gwyneth, Gwyneth Paltrow joke. Are they still married? Uh, no, but it's been re- it was very recently they got divorced. No, it was like four or five years ago. Well, they're still, they still have kids and shit, so... Yeah, but kids doesn't equal marriage. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to get divorced, so, obviously. You want to get divorced? Kill your kids. <laughs> yeah, they, they must be liquidated. <laughs> Melted down. Yeah, they got dark. Uh, to their component the, Yeah. You guys, uh, you guys got the, that... You guys made that really dark, like, way darker than it was <laughs> where I was. I was just thinking... I just wanted to point out, that was you guys who did that this time, not me. <laughs> I know it's usually me, but not not this time. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's move on to Christy. What was your geekiest thing this week, Christy? I beat Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh, I'm jealous. How was it? It was pretty good. The ending's kind of meh, but. Yeah, but it franchise. Was... It's going to be the new franchise. Is it? I going to be the new Mass yeah. Effect, Christy? No. <laughs> well, it'll be not Mass Effect, but it is going to be a big time Sony thing, I think. So. Is it? Because it was like it was good, but I feel like they explored all of the story. Hmm. Like they're good. I mean, I'm excited that. for the I'm excited for the um, DLC, the DLC that I'll get for cheap. Yeah, but it was like it was a good game. I mean, the story was interesting, but it it was a little drawn out. And I like I got nine. But the thing is, though, I this did is, like this is that sounds that sounds insane to me, considering the kind of games you usually play. So. <laughs> yeah, well, this one, you know what it was? It's that the, you knew the story and what was happening. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So it was good, but I and I enjoyed it. But I don't know if it's like franchise worthy. Like it's it's one planet, right? Yeah, yeah. We're not talking like. I don't that's, know. We're not. We're that's not the know. same argument you could be made about like Zelda or you know the Mushroom Kingdom and Mario or something like that. And that's true. Are, that's uh, true. I mean, if they wanted to go back, like do prequels about how it all like came to be, and you were a guy fighting before Horizon Zero Dawn, that might be interesting. But we'll, we'll see. Yeah. Right. But you enjoyed your time with the game. Yeah, I, I did. I, I like. I. I say it was drawn out, but I did ninety-two percent of all of the accessible like. Holy trophies. shit! Did you? Yeah. Yeah. You so, have a problem. You have a problem. I'm not a completionist, but I really did like the side quests. Well, there you go. So why are you complaining so, then? I'm not, but I'm saying that like because <laughs> I I did so much of the side quests, I got to the highest level that I possibly could. Mm-hmm. So the ending wasn't a challenge. They cap you at level fifty. Yeah, that's on you, Christy. I think. 
Yeah, I don't play games for the challenge. I play games for the story. I would just yeah. as I mean, sure, like I don't know. Alicia, that was one of the complaints Alicia had about Breath of the Wild, I think, was that basically she was so powered up by the Ganon fight that like she didn't I think she beat it the first time. And that's like traditionally I would say that I almost always die the first time I fight Ganon until I actually figure out what the fuck I'm supposed to be doing. And and I feel like that is I don't know. I guess that is sort of an issue with newer these newer like huge really expansive games where you can go through and get super powered up before you hit the end game. Mm. Well, I mean, I the thing is that I like it for the story more than the challenge, but I found that the story was a little bit lacking at the end. Mm-hmm. Just the ending, like cuz you could tell what was happening and then it didn't really tie in like perfectly, so I was kind of like mm. but it was it was good. Cool. All right. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, All right. So my geek of the week was just a lot of Star Wars overall. So uh, I did see The Last Jedi on Saturday. uh, And then after that, some uh, friends of ours who are actually some of the friends that uh, Alicia and I met through the Atlanta Tolkien fans group and also some of the friends that we went hobbit hole camping with uh, had this huge, had this huge uh, mark. Did that need a phrasing? Yeah, kind of. It needs a phrasing. <laughs> Hobbit hole camping? Yeah, kind of needs a phrasing. <laughs> they had this huge, huge party. Literally, there were probably 40 or 50 people there in the evening, and they also had like an afternoon slot for it as well. Uh, and they have this huge house that has all sorts of nerdy stuff, and they decorated it like crazy, had just a huge spread of like food and baked goods and stuff like that. Every last bit of food was like themed, like Hoth chocolate. They had like a Bantha milk cocktail that made me feel weird after having seen Last Jedi and seeing a colored milk at coming from its source. <laughs> yes, that was a weird scene. <laughs> and like a baked brie that was shaped like BB-8 and a like cheese quote unquote ball that was like R2-D2 shaped and... Yeah, it was they went all out and uh, they had like lightsabers that kids could come up and like play with and go out in the front yard and beat each other up with and stuff like that. And it was it was really fun. They had a fucking huge gingerbread model of Maz Kanata's castle from Force Awakens. Yes, which which Tim posted pictures of and looked amazing. So, yeah. Yeah, it was massive. Um, it once they get like, uh, I think they actually had like a photographer going around taking pictures. Once those go up, I'll share those nice. to our Facebook page so our listeners can take a look at everything because they really did just do an amazing job and uh, it was a lot of fun. And and then even on Sunday, I went to a wedding and a couple friends of ours that are massive nerds, uh, and they there was a lot of Star Wars to their wedding. BB-8 was their ring bearer. Nice, a little one of the little Sphero BB-8s. That's cool. Yep they uh, they walked down the aisle to the Han and Leia theme. The do 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 Yeah, and uh, they their recessional was like the theme that plays at the end of New Hope uh, when they're all getting their medals. Nice. Yeah. So that's really cool. Da, 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 da. Yeah. yeah, and they, they played like the Star Wars themed disco version during the ceremony and stuff like that. So, yeah, like Alicia and I are, are big nerds, but our wedding wasn't that nerdy. This was a really nerdy wedding, which was fun. And they even had like, you know how couples do like that uh, sort of 
photo op where like they're leaving and everybody's holding their hands up like an arch or whatever yeah. mm-hmm. they, they bought a lot a bunch of like little cheap like dollar store lightsabers and had everybody hold them up and then they ran through them kind of thing it was That's yeah cool. it's pretty good yeah, there's it was super cute so yeah, by the way was... this party like the they went all out yeah <laughs> you're telling me they and they do they've done other big parties like this before they they did one for uh this is before i knew them but i know they did one for the the chronicles of narnia movies and they she did like a gingerbread don treader the ship she's done ones for the lord of the rings and like hobbit movies she did a a huge even bigger than that that Maz Kanata's castle she did a huge gingerbread rivendell oh, wow. uh, for wow. one of the hobbit movies yeah and that that sort of went viral like you can see that kind of got posted on a bunch of websites and stuff and what else have they done this is the first time they've done a star wars party though and i think almost every year at least every other year they do not not quite as big as this but they do a pretty big like bilbo's birthday party uh, which is like mid mid uh, september okay. uh, and they always do like a cake that uh, is a basically a smaller version but still pretty big of the one that they have in the movie uh, and they actually do 111 candles oh wow or 111 candles That's... on it and get them all going and yeah so how do you know them they're they're a super they're a super cute couple uh this they're, so they're just really involved in the tolkien fandom in atlanta so they're jim the husband is one of the key people of the tolkien like track at dragon con so all the tolkien programming at dragon con and they yeah they're, they're big members of like the atlanta tolkien fans group which we've been like meeting up with and hanging out with and met friends through for three or four years now or something like that so that's how we kind of first met them it's pretty incredible though they're like party hosting skills are like out of this world yeah like this woman like literally has people that like come in and help her uh, you know, for the week beforehand kind of thing and, you know, do all the baking and all the prep work and everything like that. And, you know, they had little, like, I, I can't even go through like everything they had, but they had, they have the little Yoda cookies and Jawa cookies and little, uh, treats. Pre- yeah, Tauntaun trees. They had, uh, pretzels that were dipped in like different color, like, uh, dyed chocolate that were like little lightsabers. So there was like a, you know, green ones and blue ones and red ones and, yeah, super cute, and they're uh, and yeah, they're. So I don't even know. I I mean, I, a lot of the people I think are like from their church group and stuff like that. So they're pretty religious people, which is I'm not usually friends with like super religious people, but they're not like in your face about it, uh, and they're pretty accepting of non-religious people as well, which is nice. So what do they do? Because their house is huge. The uh, wife, I don't believe. Well, she does like work part time. She actually um, has like a family job doing selling kaleidoscopes so she has like sort of an an internet shop where she sells and i think this is like a inherited from her parents kind of thing uh they have this like company called the kaleidoscope shop i think it's called and they go around to like cons and stuff like that and and sell online these basically like all different kinds of crazy kaleidoscopes the husband i think is a management consultant Uh, so he travels a lot for work and like a lot of the country and stuff like that so yeah, I guess one of those two jobs is apparently pretty lucrative. I'll let our audience decide which one. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they're they're like I said, the super nice couple and uh Alicia didn't go because she's not really into Star Wars, but I went and had a great time and was like lightsaber fighting. I brought my uh my oh, show off? uh ultra my ultra saber. Yeah, I Amazing. I had the coolest lightsaber there and uh, I I ran around and uh and 
okay, I need to phrase this one correctly. <laughs> Not say that I gave the kids my lightsaber to play with. <laughs> Did you though? Tim. I wouldn't uh, have done that. I let- I, I I mean I didn't like just let them run away with it kind of thing. I gave it to them and like watched them kind of thing and made sure they weren't like hammering it against trees and shit like that. But <laughs> they appreciated it. <laughs> so that was my geek of the week was all the Star Wars, all the Star Warses, all the Star Warses. Well, this com- the couple's name their uh, last name is Wirt, so the party was Star Wirts. Okay. <laughs> but. Yeah, so, all right, well, with that, uh, let us move on to our meat of the episode. Meat of the episode. Play with your meat. Is that an order? Play with your meat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Visual bits. <laughs> so, to, to sort of round out our holiday programming that we started last week, we wanted to do another episode that was sort of a uh, sort of sort of Christmas related, but we actually wanted Mark to not hate it. So we tried to find something that was a little in the middle of the road. And I thought Christmas is, is pretty, pretty associated with toys. So I thought we would do an episode on like some of our favorite childhood toys and could be Christmas gifts, could not be, but just, just kind of go off and talk about the, the toys we grew up with or that we didn't grow up with, but we wanted to grow up with and that kind of thing that we wanted to grow up with. (laughs) So to begin with, maybe some of the first toys that any of any sort of Western child ever experiences are like stuffed toys, teddy bears and that kind of thing. So I asked the guys or I wanted to ask you guys, what did you guys have like any particular, like really special plush toys or stuffed toys that you love to the point that they got really filthy and your parents maybe had to throw them away or something like that? Yes. I still have mine. Yeah. He sits with me. He sleeps with me every night. Oh, what is it? It's a teddy bear. Want me to get him? Sure. Give me one sec. You you guys. This would be a great, great, great visual, visual bit. bits. <laughs> Mark, how about you? While Christy goes and gets her teddy bear. There, there is, this is going to shock everybody, but there is a stuffed bear that I got when I was, I think it's from my godmother. And it's a little like whatever, like stuffed koala bear wearing a New York t-shirt that okay. I still have to this day. I'm not, it's not here and I can't just go run out and grab it because it's in a mm-hmm. box in the house somewhere. But yeah, I've had that thing since he's lasted since 1981. So yeah. what was it? I have some kind of weird little fondness for him. Well, if you didn't walk away, <laughs> I, you know, yeah, you have to actually listen to this episode now. I guess, oh, yeah. no. Figure out Mark's, Mark's deep, dark uh, stuffed, stuffed toy secrets. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, this is mine. His name is Reggie. He's a teddy bear. And he's been very well loved. <laughs> it looks like yeah. it. Mark wants me to wash him, and I'm like, no, <laughs> never. <laughs> you might disintegrate if you do that. Yeah, I know. I don't want to wash him because it'll wash all the love out. Yeah. I'm used to the color he is now. Wait. Gross. All, that's, all the love. That's, fucking, that's fucking disgusting. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Wash all oh. the love out, Christy. I don't have sex around my teddy bear. I put him <laughs> on the floor. So uh, there was a story floating around my elementary school about a one girl in particular and a Teddy Ruxpin doll. Because you know how the Teddy Ruxpin dolls had the mouths that moved. Oh, no. oh yeah, I remember those. <laughs> no. guys. So that was that. That was a rumor that floated around, like you know, grade seven, grade eight in my elementary school. But I, I had I had a few uh, you know sort of favorite stuffed toys. The two that 
uh, sort of immediately jumped into my mind were I had two different uh, E.T. toys. Oh, cool. One that was like maybe like foot tall and uh, and like uh, plush coating or plush like uh, exterior. And then another that was like a pleather exterior. Uh, and I've no, I, I don't remember at this point where each of them, either of them came from, but I do know, and I, I'm pretty sure that my parents still have those at, at their house in Canada. Yeah. But uh, I'm pretty sure it's that that pleather one is more or less disintegrated at this point because that is not a material that lasts. But I also had just like a classic teddy bear. And I also actually, Mark, I also had a koala bear that I do believe that my grandparents brought back from like a trip to like New Zealand or Australia or something like that. And it actually had like real fur on it. I'm not sure from what kind of animal, cause it felt like too soft to be what, from what I would imagine a koala bear actually feels like also yeah. in retrospect, if it was actually a koala bear, that's pretty dark. <laughs> That is pretty pretty grim. So, <laughs> but it it was one of those you know like super soft like you know just want to rub your face all over it kind of things. No, Mark. <laughs> Mark just yes, shut please. the lights off. <laughs> I did also have a Cabbage Patch Kid, a black male Cabbage Patch Kid named Gary. Gary the Cabbage Patch Kid. Yeah. My sister was super big into Cabbage Patch Kids. She probably had like a dozen of them, like all the different like versions of them. Like, you know, there were ones that were like babies or ones that were dressed in like a certain type of outfit or ones that had like special features where I guess, I don't know, maybe you could feed them or shit like that. I don't remember. But I mean, Cabbage Patch Kids were fucking huge when Mark and I were kids. Yeah, they were uh, like the biggest deal ever back then. Yeah. So, so the the first Cabbage Patch Kid that my sister got was actually like one in a contest, like it was a raffle kind of thing. And I think it was won by, I think it was my godmother actually, but it was my sister that ended up getting it. And it was, I think, at McDonald's, and like they won a raffle, but she was like the last one to go in and like pick out which one she wanted. And, you know, everybody was like, oh, my God, it's so hard to find Cabbage Patch Kids. And so she was just happy to go find one. And uh, they were really, like, sheepish when she went in. And apparently she turned around the box and it was a black Cabbage Patch Kid. And this is, like, early 80s, right? So it's still, like, maybe people are going to be a little bit weird about that or whatever. But luckily we weren't. and Or my sister wasn't in particular. And so but yeah it was the sort of thing where they were like uh, i'm not sure if this is gonna be okay but it's a black one <laughs> anyway <laughs> sorry i was just taking that in it's yeah exactly it's, a, <laughs> it's it's such a weird story to tell now but at the time like it would have been one of those things where they're legitimately even in like canada which doesn't have the same like racial history that the u.s does there could have been people that would have been like, no, don't do not want take it back. I don't want it. Give me something else kind of thing. But it was like, the, I guess it was like the last one that they had, like they'd given all the other ones away already. And that was the one that was left over. Huh. That's very funny. <laughs> Alicia, funny. His name was Todd and Alicia still has Todd to this or Alicia. Fuck Emily. My sister still has Todd to this day. That's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I actually. Yeah. I was going to say besides Reggie, I have a, a couple little stories. Like, I got Reggie when I was 12 from my dad, and I was like, I don't need teddy bears anymore, Dad. I'm 12. I'm a big kid. And he was like, oh, but it's just, it's just a little teddy bear. I thought maybe you just want, just want a teddy bear. I thought it was cute. And, like, he seemed really upset that I didn't like the bear. So I, like, I got him as a Christmas present. So I just, like, 
slept with him for the first month to appease dad. <laughs> and then it just became like a weird bond that I have with this bear that I'm now like 28, I'm almost 29 years old and I still sleep with my teddy bear. <laughs> Even with Mark in the bed, I'm like, yeah, no, I'm going to snuggle Reg. Thanks. Bye. I know somebody that's like my age, that's like what, 36 and, and still sleeps with a, a stuffed broccoli every night and like takes it with her. I mean, it's it's part partially like a, a safety blanket kind of thing, right? Like yeah. she gets anxiety. So she has like, I think stuffed his name broccoli. is Hen- Henry Broccoli. That, that's uh, adorable. You know, she like takes him on, you know, trips and stuff like that. So yeah. she has something kind of familiar to help her be at ease or whatever. Yeah, I take Reggie with me everywhere. But yeah, so I have Reggie. But when I was a baby, for the longest time, I had this thing called Blanky Cow. And it was a cow made of blankets. And um, my brother actually ended up one night, he was really restless as a little one. So my parents took my toy and gave it to him. (laughs) Because I guess I could always make him laugh. So they gave it to him because it smelled like me and that was comforting. And I was furious. Uh-huh. No. <laughs> In retrospect, though. In retrospect, but I was so angry. Yeah. And then I had this cat called Crystal. It was like a T.Y. beanie baby, but like huge. I slept with her Aren't all the time. Ty beanie baby? Oh. Not T.Y. Ty baby, whatever. But it was like, she was like the size of Reggie, which is pretty big. And then um, I have a bag of animals and stuff in my closet because we had so many toys because it's church kids right like everybody would always bring a toy over when they were visiting Mm -hmm. so i have a ton of toys but those are my my big ones and reggie still sticks around though this is the first time i've seen his eyes in like you know eight years (laughs) i moved all his fur so you guys could see them oh good old visual bits on our audio podcast i was thinking that i couldn't see his eyes earlier so that's Comforting to know that he actually does have eyes and that you didn't just like pull them off and he's been blinded by you for the last 15 years or something like that. No. (laughs) Actually, this this was a story I wasn't even going to tell, but it is a a good, an embarrassing story with Tim that does involve (gasps) a stuffed animal. So you guys remember my embarrassing story about how my, about the walking stick and how my I, my parents had thought that my sister was dead because I was crying because the walking stick had fallen down Reichenbach Falls. Yeah. Yes. So on that same trip, was, uh, I think it was like 10 or something like that. It was a trip to like, uh, we went to Austria and Switzerland and Germany. And I think it was in Switzerland. I had bought a little relatively small like stuffed cow that had like uh, the bell on it that had like that like Swiss cross, the red cross. It was just like a little souvenir kind of thing. And I... My parents had wandered off somewhere like, you know, we're in a shop or something like that. My sister and I were uh, just hanging out like next to this river, like on a bank or on like a wall. And I dropped the fucking cow into the river and like my parents weren't around. It got like hung up in a little bit of like brush and stuff like that. And again, I'm like losing my mind. I was like, oh, that, I you know spent all my allowance on that. And now it's gone out of nowhere. This big burly swiss woman comes over lowers me down this like concrete wall like i'm half out like basically like repelling down this fucking wall like her holding one of my arms and like i just barely managed to reach the cow and like pick it up 
And like, as she's lifting me back up over the wall, my parents come back and are like, Oh my God, where's our son? And they see her like, lifting, oh my God. <laughs> lifting me back up over the fucking wall with this cow. And I was very grateful. She didn't speak a lick of English. I don't think, but she, she saw me in need and she helped. Oh, that's such a sweet story. <laughs> so, yeah. And again, and I think I still have that cow somewhere at home as well. Assuming my parents haven't like donated it or something like that, which actually brings me to our next section of the episode because childhood toys do have a habit of getting donated. But uh, first, I want to talk about everybody's sort of favorite overall like franchises or lines of toys when we were kids. I'm sure there's going to be some overlap on these. So let's maybe let Marco first because we haven't heard from him in a bit. I guess like my absolute favorite is Scott. It's Transformers. It has to be Transformers, especially, especially yeah, as like, my a, number one too. a younger kid. Yeah. Like pre 1989, I think Transformers was like the main one. So um, there's also like little forays into, I remember He-Man, like liking He-Man a lot. And then um, mm-hmm. Ninja Turtles kind of, like at the turn there, like as Batman became a thing too. So Batman obviously was a big thing. Mm -hmm. Although that's, I think I bought more stuff as an adult for Batman than I have (laughs) ever like as a kid kind of thing. So yeah. Nice. Um, Yeah. But yeah, Transformers was like, and still to this day is um, (laughs) problematic for my wallet occasionally. So <laughs> yeah, with those nice big masterpiece figures. Yeah, I do like my masterpiece transformers a lot. So <laughs> they are beautiful. They're great fucking drawing guides for them too, which is nice. But that's a, a like tertiary. That's concern. an excuse. That's yeah, like an excuse. So <laughs> I just really like having them. Yeah. Uh, well, I'll go because that like Transformers is definitely my on high up on my list as well. Um, and I think I've probably mentioned this on the podcast before. Like I was, I I liked like Ninja Turtles and He-Man and G.I. Joe, but uh, I wasn't allowed to really watch them. So I'd have to like sneak watch them. And <laughs> I, I could never, my parents would never have given me any of them as gifts. So the majority of my toys were Transformers because apparently my parents thought it was okay for robots to fight, but not for people to fight and shoot each other and that sort of thing. Did they let you see that 86 movie at some point? <sighs> You know, I don't really remember. I can't remember the first time that I saw that Transformers movie. I feel like the first time I may have seen it was when they like adapted it into the TV show. Oh, okay. And like they aired it, they aired it as like three or four episodes or something like that. Yeah. I think I saw it at that point, but I don't, I, I don't think I, w- I went and actually saw it in theaters. Okay. Cause I'm just yeah, like, but, if, they, uh, if they had seen that with you, like, like that opening, the opening, say 15 minutes of it, where they just massacre everybody. It's a little bit like mm-hmm. it's just that much more violent. It's pretty, than, it's pretty dark. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty graphic for like. I mean, it's still it's still robots like beating up robots, but it is like yeah, like there's smoke coming out of mouths and shit like that. It could be a little traumatizing for you know a five year old that whose dad took him to the movie robot on a Saturday afternoon to get him out of the house while his mom was trying to sleep or something. Not yeah. not uh, not saying that was me. That was mildly <laughs> disturbed by all that, but. <laughs> But yeah, so Transformers in particular, I had, I actually, I remember trading one of my friends. I can't remember what all I gave him for them, but I maybe gave him, I maybe bought them from him, but I had a friend that basically, um, like his parents bought him all the cool stuff and eventually he just got like bored with it. And so I paid him like 20 bucks or something like that and got a bunch of like really cool, like some of the really huge Transformers, like Scorponok, 
the headmaster Decepticon yeah. base and uh, Omega Supreme, the the train slash like rocket rocket. Yeah. And other ones. I can't remember what other ones, but I know that I I didn't have a Gen 1 uh, Optimus Prime, but I did have a Gen 2 Optimus Prime. And I had the Gen uh, Gen Two Megatron, the tank that went along with it as well. Yeah, and those those I'm almost positive that I bought from like an outlet mall, from like a KB Toys in the U.S. and an outlet mall with like fucking like allowance money. <laughs> I wish I knew what happened to most of my Transformers because I don't. Um, because I had like a lot of the G1 stuff. My dad would just like I think my dad thought they were cool too, so he would buy them the same way. Like if, if I had a kid, I would be like, yeah, they're for so and so, even though it's just because I want to play with Optimus Prime, but. <laughs> it was it was that kind of thing where like I had an Optimus like a G1 Optimus Prime and a G1 Megatron and a Starscream and a Soundwave that I remember mm-hmm. specifically having and I have no idea what fucking happened to them at all so I wish I'd Oh no. Which is why I've replaced them all with these fucking like $300 masterpiece monstrosities behind me so <laughs> The only one I know that I had uh that was like true like Gen 1 was I know I had like a Gen 1 like like diecast metal um ratchet the ambulance okay. yeah yeah um, the g1 one that didn't actually have a head or anything like that yeah it had like just like a sticker on a like flat piece of plastic yeah. and that was his face yeah and it was like looking through the windshield yeah but he did have that li- that, that like little fucking cannon that was uh on his back kind of thing i've got when you come by uh like when you're here i should show you you should come up and take a look at some of these because i've got a not a ratchet but i have an iron hide which is the same more or less model mm-hmm. and they actually got the robot mode right like he actually looks like yeah. Ironhide as a robot. I was like, oh, this is nice because I remember the one from like when we were kids. It was just not at all yeah. vaguely cartoon accurate. So, yeah. And I know I had a couple of uh, Target Masters as well. Yeah. Uh, the ones where they had the little guns that would that were actually little like barely transforming robots as well. Oh, yeah. Like the gun, like the gun barrels flip up and that's like the transformation. Yeah, that's that's the whole thing. Yeah, I remember those <laughs> for sure. Yeah, but. Yeah, and then besides that, uh, I had a lot of micro machines. I, I mean, I had like uh, sort of Matchbox cars too, um, but I never really was as into those uh, as I was micro machines. So I had a lot of the cars uh, and like little play sets and stuff like that. There were these little like play sets that would collapse into a little like piece of plastic like that you could carry around with you kind of thing. Yeah, and then you would those. take it out and re- reassemble it. And they all like fit together. Uh, so you could make like little, you know, your own little sort of city out of them kind of thing. Yeah. I remember that I had one that was like a car wash and shit like that. And um, But I also had a lot of the little Star Wars and Star Trek micro machine vehicles when those came out as well. I have a whole a little later of the Star Trek ones. Somewhere. Yeah, they're here, but I don't know. Because yeah. mm-hmm. those were basically like they had both gen or like uh, original series and next gen yeah. ones. Of I even have a uh, I have a deep space and in movie ones. Yeah. I have a D Space Nine. I don't know that I have any of the D Space Nine. I have some of them. It was all very early. It was pre Defiant. I don't have a Defiant. There is a cutoff. Like, I would be able to tell you, like, when they cut off because just like the years, like, oh, it's pre Defiant. So, no Voyager, no Defiant, no Sovereign Class, Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. So, I think I got a Sovereign Class one later. Yeah. And I had some of the little, uh, they, they also had little, like, Star Wars sets, like, where it was, like, a little set that was like Vader's head and then you open yeah. it up and it was like the, looked like the interior of the death star and had like little tiny, like half inch figures and stuff like that too. Yep. Um, which in retrospect, total fucking choking hazard, but yeah, they didn't, they didn't care about us <laughs> choking in the nineties though. So that was like, yeah, Can you imagine giving the, like a toy like that to a kid 
these days. Like there's they would never be allowed yeah. to even have it because they'd just be like, it's so dumb, he's gonna put it in his mouth. Like, well I wanna I wanna say that micro machines still exist though. Like I think I've maybe not. I see them listed occasionally on eBay, but I'm sure that's just retro stuff because I'm looking at Star Trek collectibles and yeah, no, there's a there's been a revival. So they made them from 1976 to 2008, and then apparently in 2015 they started making them again. Oh, nice, crazy. So yeah, apparently you can still get still get micro machines, and you children can choke on them. That's what the world needs: more choked kids. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I mean we already talked about Lego pretty extensively when we did our uh, Lego Batman movie or episode, yeah. I think. But I. I I, just to reiterate, I had a shit ton of Lego, particularly pirate Lego, but I also had a little bit of like castle Lego and space Lego as well. I had a lot of the space Lego. Yeah. I was really into like construction kind of toys. So on top of all the Lego, I also had constructs. Oh, okay. You remember yeah. those? Yeah. It was like girders with little joints kind of thing. So you could like build structures and stuff out of them, which leads me into my last one, which was I had a fair amount of Ghostbusters toys. Because <gasps> oh, yeah, I guess, too. yeah, I guess people attacking ghosts is okay because <laughs> ghosts are bad or whatever well, but they're yeah killing I had, them. Uh, they're just containing them right so yeah <laughs> yeah because how do you kill a ghost they're already dead exactly um i know i had uh, i didn't have the proton pack but i did have the the proton gun like the wand yeah the wand and uh and also one of the uh traps okay. where you and it like actually worked where you would you know uh, step on the switch and it would open up yeah. and and i i had an ecto one i didn't have the the firehouse but i did have an ecto one my uh my my cousin uh, had uh, and, a, and a bunch of my figures. cousin had both i had all the figures though like pretty much especially the main like the ghostbusters the main ones like i my i still mm-hmm. i wish i like again and it's one of those things i wish i still had but like i had the original lineup like in their standard like cartoon uniforms before they started goofing, Usually, like yeah. getting into all the weird like whatever like arctic yeah. command fucking transformers or whatever like that kind of yeah. dumb shit that i <laughs> yeah. i never like but like that's just how they make money on those toys but the uh yeah i had a I had a good run of like all the original ghostbusters like the cartoon toys specifically uh like the original set of them but i have no idea what any of that that shit happened to so yeah those i i'm not sure i'm hoping that my parents have most of this stuff still at home um, but I'm not too, I'm not positive. It's just making me want to go on eBay and see if I can find them now. Yeah. <laughs> my, because I had the wand and the trap, but not the, uh, proton pack, I would make a proton pack out of, we, all, we all did that. And like, I did that. Yeah. And, and that I would wear on my back and, and walk around the house with it kind of thing with the other two, with the other stuff. Yeah. But yeah. Christy, how about you? What were your favorite lines of toys? Well, to be perfectly honest, the first thing that I really played with was um paper dolls paper dolls were great okay i had a lot of paper dolls. my sister is a paper doll yep. girl and poly pockets i actually have all my poly yeah. pockets up that's why i got up for a second but they're it's like the girly the girly micro machines yeah, girly micro machines. <laughs> i have them all here too and i was gonna go get them but they're covered by something heavy and i didn't want the podcast to have ah, 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 in the background and then smash <laughs> And Christy dies yeah. on the podcast. Oh, wait one sec. Sorry. Mark, you put a tree gift in the tree already. Yes. No. Because it's against the tradition. <laughs> oh, Mark's ruining Christmas. Ruining Christmas. <laughs> oh. Is it a Santa gift? 
that is already under no, the tree. No, we have all of our under the tree gifts under the tree, save Mark has like two things that he's ordered that haven't come in yet for me. But we have this tradition with tree gifts and stockings. So stockings are prepped the night before Christmas mm-hmm. and like put out the morning of for each other. So you don't know like any kind of stuff that's in the stocking. And then um, tree gifts are put in the morning of or the night before and hidden inside the tree because they're at the very, very, mm-hmm. very end of the night for Christmas Day. Okay. But he's getting, he's, he's, he's learning. <laughs> All right. Well, oh, uh, wait, did you have more? Yeah, Polly Pockets. But I mostly, honestly, my I mostly played with my um, Star Wars toys. Yep. Do you have like the the little like three and a half inch figures or whatever? Or, I had yeah? some of my dad's from way back in the, when they first came out. And then when the 90s revamped it and released it, re-released, uh, I had just shit tons of toys from that. I had a little R2-D2 that I carried around with me everywhere. He's in the house somewhere here. And then Lego. I was a Lego kid. Which... Any particular Lego sets, like just the generic ones? Or? The generic, all the Lego, all the time. Yeah, just the creative, like, build whatever you want kind of Legos. We had so much Lego. <laughs> like, you know those little um, plastic drawer sets that you get at Ikea? Yeah. We had, like, five of those filled with Lego. Nice. To the friggin' brim. <laughs> no one ever needs that much Lego. What would you even build with that much Lego? What was your favorite thing to make out of Lego? Oh, I was lazy houses. I made a lot of pyramids yep. out of Lego. Dinosaurs. I made a lot of dinosaurs. I think it's well, it's partially why I liked being playing The Sims because it reminded me of Lego. <laughs> Building enough. all those houses. <laughs> but also Harry Potter Lego. I have a little Harry Potter. Lego oh, you told guy. the story before. You got him back or whatever. Somebody mm-hmm. stole him. I got him. I, I got him back. <laughs> oh. Uh. All right. Any anything else? No, no, I'd like, I was stuffies and things like that. Like it was, it was, I don't know. It was, I enjoyed, I, I enjoyed my toys, but like, I never really stuck to a, like a brand except for Polly Pockets and Star Wars. Okay. Uh, well, we already sort of touched on some of this then. Are there any of those childhood favorites that you guys are pretty sure you still own? Yes. All of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You haven't, you didn't let any of them get given away? No. My dad kept them all and then was like, here you go. And I was like, I'm in an apartment. He was like, too bad. So am I. Yeah. My parents have tried to do that to me before as well, which is why I'm concerned that some of them have been given away at this point. But Hmm. I'm pretty sure that uh, I still have at the very least the Transformers haven't been given away. The Micro Machines might have been at this point. And I hope that the Ghostbusters haven't, but I have a suspicion that they have been. Because those might be worth something. Especially that Ecto. That Ecto one in particular yeah but yeah how about you mark do you still have any of those childhood ones no most of that stuff's been been is long gone now um i think the last batch of stuff that was still kind of at my parents house before they renovated um this past year they just did this like just redid their whole house so Mm -hmm. all the stuff that was kind of in storage in their basement has either come up to milton or been kind of distributed i know my cousin's Mm -hmm. My cousin's kid uh, inherited like most of Paul and I's uh, like my old Ninja Turtle action figures, and Paul and I had a pretty good collection of like X, like Marvel and DC kind of whatever, just like random smorgasbord of like Super Friends ones, yeah, and like stuff that like kind that. of stuff. Like just like every yeah. the, the X Men line in the nineties too was like a big thing. We had a lot of those and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So those kind of just went to Bennett uh, probably like over the summer. 
because I got a bunch of pictures of him just like loving his life because he now had like all of Uncle Mark's fucking toys and shit like that. Well, at least he's appreciating. Them. Oh, you know, he he loves them. It's not like I'm going to do anything with them at this point anyway. I like I keep buying crap that I'm I'm like, what am I going to do with all these stupid starships? I don't have no idea why I even bought them except for because I yeah. did so. I guess I want them. Yeah, because I wanted them. <laughs> my one enterprise was lonely and needed shipmates. So, <laughs> all right. Well, let's get into uh, the little more festive side of things. Were there any particular toys uh, that you got as Christmas gifts that were super memorable? That maybe have a story that goes along with them, or anything like that, or that were was stuff you really, really wanted, and then you were super excited you got, or something like that. Ooh. Um, well, uh, Furby. Really? Yes. <laughs> Hell. That's yes. Furbies <laughs> were the shit. They were amazing. That was, yeah, that was what, like uh, late 90s, something like that? I want to say like 96. Yeah, it was mid 90s. Yeah, so you would have been around like 10 yep. or something like that. Yep. And yeah. it was great. It was wonderful. It's all I wanted. It's all I wanted. It was a damn. Have you ever seen like the videos of like the Furbies without their skin or whatever? Like, that are like true just fucking nightmare fuel no i don't need to see that no thank you no <laughs> so so i shouldn't uh find a video and share it with I you i prefer if you did not please <laughs> listeners definitely don't do that oh, please don't do that please no <laughs> i'm asking you don't do that please don't what tell us about your fur furby did he have a name what color was he he was the or black she. and white one. We had to take it back because originally mom got me a gray one by accident. I won it. <laughs> and that and that was was just not did not pass Christie's muster. I didn't want it. I wanted a <laughs> black and white one. And I didn't fight You're about racist. it. I wasn't I wasn't Furby like nasty. racist. I wasn't nasty or anything. I wasn't like, you know, furious. But I did ask if there was any chance because mom worked at Sears to where she got it. Mm. So there was like uh, it was a very lucky, very slim chance that they would have a black and white one because it was very popular because it was the one in the commercials. Yeah, well, that was also like, that was the gift that year, right? Mm-hmm. Like it was like the Cabbage Patch Kid or the Robo Sapien or the Tamagotchi or whatever of that yep. year. Yep. And it was awesome. I made it a house. Like, straight <laughs> up had a house. and Out of what? Uh, well, it was a little like bookshelf that was underneath... It was like we had bunk beds and I had this little bookshelf that was set up underneath the bunk bed, like within my little section of bunk. And I had a little curtain there because it wouldn't go to sleep unless it was in total darkness. <laughs> so I gave it pillows. Really? Yep. I gave it pillows and I gave it like, uh, pretended to give it Wait, food. gave it gave it pillows as in like slowly pushed a pillow down over its face like go to sleep furby <laughs> time for bed furby sometimes i have school tomorrow furby yeah pretty much did it, did it have a name um i don't remember i think i just named it like may may ha because that was the first thing it said to me <laughs> was there like an actual like language associated with them like did like simish or something like that i don't like know that? actually i didn't ever look that deeply into it you didn't research the Furby mythology at no, Grayland? No, I just really liked having it, and I still have it. <laughs> Is it still alive? No. It still I have took batteries, batteries out one time, because I was just getting real frustrated. <laughs> Killed it. Yeah, I can't say that I ever had, like, one of those always-on, like, sort of interactive pet kind of things that I can recall. 
Oh, really? Well, I had actual pets, so I mean, does that count? Yeah, I guess. Well, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that was my that was my toy that I wanted desperately. Yeah, that was the one. That and a little fish tank. All right, I got that later. Okay, Mark, how about you? Any that that golden goose uh, Christmas gift? Ah, uh, the NES. The first time we got a Nintendo was like a big deal, uh, and it was like a combined gift. It was Paul and I's Christmas gift that year. That and a couple of, like the really terrible uh, top-down X-Men game that, res- regardless of how bad it was, Paul and I spent innumerable hours playing because it's one of those like mm. that's all you had kind of thing. <laughs> so we would just yeah. fig- figure out how to try and like play it, and it was crushingly difficult and not very good but we still played the shit out of it (laughs) but yeah the nes was like we we died that whole year waiting for that thing like we begged mom and dad for that and they finally they caved and got it got it for us so we could uh not just play mario we went over to our uncle's house kind of thing so yeah yeah that was one of the ones for me was that there was there was a year and i think it's the only time that my parents ever bought us gaming consoles but my parents bought both me and my sister game boys oh nice oh nice yeah it was one of those things where like they had to buy them for both of us because otherwise we just would have been at each other's throats over it kind of thing. Yeah. Like they couldn't have gotten us one to share. Like we just wouldn't have shared. Although we did like share games and stuff like that pretty well. Uh, even even back then, I don't think I ever got into like the Game Boy thing. We had one. Oh, I loved my Game Boy. Oh, fucking loved shit out of that Game Boy. Because mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, like Pokemon and stuff like that. When that hit, he was like right into it. Oh, I didn't give a shit about Pokemon, but I played the shit out of uh, all like the Super Mario games for it, like yeah. Super Mario Land, Super Mario. I think it was Land Two. It was Mario Land, one. yeah, yeah. And what else did I have for it? Definitely had uh, at least one. I think I had two Ninja Turtle games for it. Yeah, fucking Ducktales. I had for it. What else? Uh, we had we had uh, Tetris, Doctor Mario. Yeah, Link's Awakening. We had on there, and we had I think the other one I spent a lot. Oh, Samus, uh, Metroid Two. Mm, I did have I did have a Metroid game for it. That was that is one of the few games I have never beaten because there was one particular object that I could never find. Yeah, Metroid Two is notoriously that that game for a lot of people, um, where everybody owned it, but like not a lot of people beat it. Yeah, I didn't beat it till like the original version till like emulator time when I could like save state and like use a map and like all that shit was online and I could get at it because. That, yeah. that there is no real map function. You just kind of have to remember where you're going and it's tricky. Yeah. I think, I think it was like the super jump ball or something like yeah. that, like that let you jump super high. And that was the only thing. And I, I knew that I could get like right next to the chamber with the final boss. Yeah. But you had to have that super jump to get into that chamber. And so I, like I could see and hear the fucking final boss, but couldn't get to it. And it was just so goddamn frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I have not replayed that. I'm, I'm, I still got to buy a 3DS so that I can play the remake, like that one that just came out. Mm-hmm. I just, uh, every time I see them, I'm like, I don't really want to spend 300 bucks on something. We don't really need well, they're, they're no one of games and Mark would give you a deal. That's a good point. I should do that, actually. Um, <laughs> no, I, I, told, I didn't know we could talk about Game Boys because I was trying to stay away from electronics. I, yeah. I, I was kind of avoiding video games as well because that feels like a different. It's it's well, it's hard. Like it's because we have wanted all the walls. Yeah, exactly. There, well, there's just it's it's kind of a fine line between like, do you consider a video game a toy or not, kind of thing. Maybe not anymore, but I think like just because it was a Christmas thing, like that's what I would have yeah. thought of it as. So yeah, I mean, I yeah. I have one that I that isn't necessarily a toy, but that you would definitely like play with. 
and that also probably needs a phrasing tag, yeah. but uh, <laughs> there was a year that uh, my dad handmade a uh, puppet theater for me and my sister. Okay. Cool. Like, made it fully out of wood and like uh, painted it and everything. And I'm pretty sure like it was to the point where like he finished painting it like Christmas Eve kind of thing because it still was a little sticky on Christmas <laughs> <Nice>. morning. <laughs> But yeah, so my sister and I got a lot of a lot of playtime over that, and that was particularly special because it was like handmade and everything. And nice, yeah, that's cool. That one stuck around in the family for a long time. I'm pretty sure that one has been donated by this point, but it got got plenty of enjoyment in our family. Cool, that's yeah. awesome. All right, on the flip side of that, is there anything that you that that like elusive gift that you really, really, really wanted, but that you never actually got? That we never actually got. Oh, I got to think about that. Someone else go first. I, I don't have a, a great answer for this one because I don't really. Like, maybe I was spoiled or maybe I just was not that picky about like what I got. But I can't remember ever having like a Christmas like disappointment or whatever. Mm-hmm. So not really, I guess. I translate. I transferred really quickly into like from from action figures to like media. So like buy me CDs and I'm good. And yeah. they always, they, they, everybody, we were always pretty like upfront about like this is what I want. So don't fuck me around. Like, make sure you get me exactly yeah, what you want. Don't get me some bullshit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which, like, to this, like, extends to to this day because, like, I already have my Christmas present um, from my family because they were like, my sister didn't want to cart the entire tragically hip discography on vinyl down to St. Catherine's <laughs> just so that I could open it and then cart it back up to Milton. So she was like, "Here, just fucking take it." And I was like, "All right, awesome." So there you go. Nice. Yeah, I mean, I was pretty similar. Like, I can't think of anything that I was like super desperate for, but never got. But I have mentioned on like, you know, that there was stuff that I was kind of into or that I would sneak watch that I wasn't supposed to or whatever. And I would have liked to have some of the toys associated with that. G.I. Joe, I was always pretty into. And that was just like, you know, a lot of my friends had it and I never did. There were some there was some stuff where I had like a couple figures because someone would give it to me as my as a present not knowing that my parents didn't want me to have yeah. it and they wouldn't like you know give it give it back or or take it away or whatever like so i had like one or two like he-man figures and like i think captain power figures okay. and shit like that but i never had any any gi joe figures and i also or like vehicles or anything and i also never had any of like those three and a half inch series star wars toys yeah it was like uh, the only shit though right like i guess they would have been well i mean they were still making them into the yeah, 80s that's... yeah but uh i mean the the most of the star wars toys that i had were the the little micro machines this may be a a topic like a larger topic um and maybe for our sister podcast more than it is for us but I, I just find it very funny that your parents were like, you can't watch this because it's too violent. Cause I don't remember my mom and dad ever doing shit like that to me. And it was my mom entirely. It I just really like, it sure. just makes me, makes me kind of laugh. Like thinking back on it, I'm like, really? Cause I don't know. It was just funny. Cause like by the time we were 14, we were like watching the Soprano or I was 14. We were like watching the Sopranos as a family. And it was like, okay. Yeah. No, it was just my mother was very religious and also a teacher. And so she was uh, pretty overprotective. Uh, okay, enough. So, yeah, it was a lot of stuff like that where, and honestly, there was backlash on that later on. So I don't know how well it actually worked out in the end, because like, as soon as I had the freedom to, I would like go 
watch the most like gory horror movies or yeah. action movies or whatever that I could find. Or like they were also really restrictive on like what I could eat. And so like, as soon as I could afford to, I would go out and like buy as much fucking like candy and junk food and shit as I could kind of thing. So yeah. I think that there's, there maybe is something to be said for, you know, sort of monitoring what your kids are watching or whatever, but maybe just being a little, you know, using some moderation with it. Fair enough. I don't know. I just, I just think it's funny. Cause like, yeah, my mom and dad were like, I'll, I'll, it just sounds like they were much more laissez faire about it than your parents were. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. and it just, it, it kind of makes me laugh hearing like, because our experiences are so like synchronous almost kind of thing. Yeah. That you were having that experience where it's like, my parents were like, yeah, fine. Silence the lambs on TV. Let them watch it. It's great. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like I have a feeling if my dad had his say, he wouldn't really have cared as much because you would, you know, he he was always the one that would like take us out to fast food restaurants and stuff like that. Well, he was probably sick of it too, too, right? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Not having like any good food in the house or whatever. God, I just want a fucking big, like, I just want a goddamn Big Mac. (laughs) Exactly. All right, Tim, little Tim, Um, get in the goddamn car. Yeah. All right. Well, we are more or less at the uh, at the end here. Uh, I had one more question I wanted to bring up, and then I don't know, see where things go from there. Uh, was there anything that you never got, or like toys that you buy now that like your younger self would have been envious of? I think we've already sort of alluded to this to some extent with uh, with Mark's masterpiece Transformers, but. Mark, is there anything else that you uh, that you buy these days where your younger self would have really liked to have it? I mean, like the modern video game console stuff probably would have been up there. My record collection. Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, actually, the younger younger me would have been like would have seen Spotify and just messed himself a million times over because <laughs> it was like it's all the records, like it's all the records. You know what I mean? Like it's uh, fucking cool. all the records except the the Beatles ones. And well, I mean, I mean Prince and. <laughs> yeah but i can get access to those even just my itunes library he would have been like holy fucking shit I, you didn't have to yeah. buy all that it's like well yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no i would have like, i would have really loved to have handed like i guess like eight-year-old me i don't know how old i would have been exactly like you know what i mean like a very young me like one of these masterpiece transformers and been like go to town because even i at in my 30s have opened them up and like started to play with them and been like this is fucking baffling to me. Like I need the instructions to transform it. And I want to know if yeah. he would have been able to figure it out on his own. You know what I mean? Cause I look at yeah. it I'm like I, the, the physics of this makes no sense to me whatsoever. So, okay. Yeah. But <laughs> how does this work? Yeah. I mean, other than that though. Yeah. I think, I think like the media possibilities to a young Mark would have been more fascinating than any toys that I might have at this point. So fair enough. Although he probably would have really dug the, the big enterprise I have. So there's that. Yeah. <laughs> I have a Millennium Falcon. Yeah. Nice. Chrissy, how about you? Honestly, something that I'm trying to expand my collection of even now as an adult, but that I really always wanted when I was a kid was puppets. Oh, yeah. I love puppets. <laughs> Muppets and puppets. And now as an adult, if I knew when I was a kid that I would have a Muppet of myself, I would have pooped. <laughs> yep. I would have pooped. Also, when I was a kid, I really wanted to play the the guitar, but my sister already played it, so I wasn't allowed. So I played the piano, and I never really like connected to the piano. So now that I have a ukulele, and I teach myself to play the ukulele, mm. I think I guess that's yeah. Kind the, of a toy. If, if musical instruments count, definitely. Like I didn't get my my own drum kit till I was in my twenties, and I was borrowing them in my teens and stuff like that. Yeah, 
So like being able to go back and be like, hey, 10 or 11 year old Mark, look at this ridiculous fucking thing you put together for yourself now as a 30 year old man. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah. My my computer, I would say, is a big thing because I used to have to share a family computer Mm. and I hated that. Yeah. I don't even know how that how to count that because I have so like I've got three machines running in this house right now kind of thing. Like young me would have looked at the technology I have around me all the time and just been like, you're a fucking ungrateful piece of shit is what is what you are <laughs> yeah you're spoiled as yeah fuck. exactly and look at that what is that fucking thing in your pocket that you're carrying around because the self like the iphone would have yeah, that's <laughs> yeah because that's more powerful than every computer that i had before i was 15 yeah, years pretty old much. she would have just you know just <laughs> lost like so little mark would have lost his goddamn mind at an iphone or whatever you know what i mean so yeah mm-hmm. i agree let's see for me I mean, my lightsaber definitely. Uh, young Tim would have fucking lost his goddamn mind over like a cool ass lightsaber, like the one that I have. Um, a lot of like the really crazy mm-hmm. Lego sets that we have now. Like I have not like one of the crazy huge Lego Millennium Falcons, but one of the like still like two feet long kind of thing. Millennium Fal- Lego Millennium Falcons that I think I would have lost my fucking mind over as a kid. I'm trying to think of what else. I did have a time when I uh, went back. This was while I was working at actually just towards the end of when I worked at Disney World when I had a shitload of disposable income. Um, and I think that they were oh, what's yeah, that like because like I was about to move home and like live with my parents for the next few months kind of thing. So like I had nothing to spend money on basically. So I was and we had like this massive cast member discount because at Disney World, if you're a cast member, you get like a 40% discount on most merchandise just before Christmas. And when I finished was like right at Christmas. So like I had the most money I had, you know, my whole time there kind of thing. And I went on like this big shopping spree and I ended up buying a whole bunch of Transformers at that point. Nice. Like a lot of like the combiners. This is like 2004. So I guess it would have been around the time of like Armada and Energon and stuff like that. So I bought a bunch of those like really big like there's a huge fucking star screen that came out around that time and a couple of the the, like combiner sets and stuff like that as well and i mean those are just sitting in my parents house right now because i have no room for them here at the moment but yeah so that was that was definitely one of those like backlash moments when i was like oh my god i wanted you know or not exactly these but something you know very close to these as a kid and now i can afford them so i'm gonna buy them without thinking about it. now that i'm thinking about it actually i do have one like that my devastator i always wanted like the devastator mm. when i was a kid and i never had that combiner set so when they put out this giant super yeah. detailed like combiner wars one like last year combiner, or whatever yeah. i was like ah oh, yeah it's 200 bucks but that's fucking things 18 inches tall so I'm buying it. Fuck yeah. it. I bought it. Buying it. And the thing is, I remember I had a friend that had the that de- uh, all the Transformers that made up that Devastator when I was yeah. a kid. Constructicons. Yeah, the const- yeah. Sorry, the yeah Constructicons, and they never fucking like fit together right. No, like they weren't they weren't particularly good. Like we very much romanticized those. Oh yeah, absolutely. Up kind of thing. But the nice thing is, like those masterpiece versions are like this is how it was meant to be. Yeah. Like they oh, yeah. fit together really well and they're sculpted better. And yeah, when you, you, if you can get up here a little earlier, you'll, you'll have to come up and like, actually, I, you, these are all open so you can like take them out and play with them if you want, which sounds disgusting, but 
Well, he can do that I'll just too. Do that while we're recording the episode, we can do that too. Um, while we're there, <laughs> I'll, let you, I'll let you. I'll let you handle a couple. Yeah, of, I can couple take of it up. Yeah, exactly. And you can yeah, see. Yeah, I can. I can handle. You can handle I the can goods. Handle a couple of the big guys. Big yeah. guys while I'm out there. Goddamn right, you can. Spoiler alert, folks! Our next oh, episode dear. is apparently going to be rated triple X. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> oh, so disgusting. There will be a lot of these noises. Knocking. <laughs> All right. Well, do you guys have anything else to say about toys in general or Christmas toys or anything like that? If not, this is going to be our shortest episode in a while. I need to stop fucking buying them, I guess. Aside from that, no, not really. Yeah, I hope I get some good ones this winter, this Christmas. (laughs) Yeah, it's one of those things that, like, when I have the space for it and the money for it, I tend to gravitate towards. Mm -hmm. But just I, it's been so long at this point since I've had the space to buy more. Like, I, I really need. Like I, I really hope that our next house has a like a finished basement that I can use and turn into kind of a, you know, nerd cave kind of thing where I can yeah. get all, get all my comics from my parents' house and like have a nice like setup with a bunch of like nice action figures or something like that on display kind of thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that would be awesome. I don't know. Like I, I think I, I was never big into the collecting thing until like this year has been bad. I don't know why. Maybe it's because I was making extra <laughs> money and was like, ah, yeah. whatever. So now I'm kind of decked out with like all the ships and all the transformers and all that kind of crap. So yeah. whatever. You got you got to come up with like a nice way to display those uh those the, masterpiece. The masterpiece ones are I'm looking at a shelving solution yeah. for them, but I haven't quite decided on what I want to do yet. So All right. Well, with that, uh let's end this at our our shortest episode in quite a while, but I still think we had some good discussions, so Thanks everybody for contributing, and yes, yeah, I especially have to. Uh, ha- I have to thank our co-hosts. I'd, I've been having a rough few days, and uh, this was was a nice respite from that, and uh, <laughs> gave yeah gave me a chance to get away from some of the rougher stuff that's been going on in my life the last week, couple weeks. So, thanks a lot, guys, and thanks to our listeners for listening, because that's what listeners do. Uh, yeah definitely tune in next week for our last jedi opinions are you sure we should do it next week should we maybe put it off one more week and actually enjoy each other's company <laughs> next week when we're together i, in the I room? think that we can we i think we'll be fine we just have to we just have to respect that everybody has opinions and that those opinions may differ and that nobody's opinion is absolute and what we'll do is probably we'll get the podcast out of the way early and then start drinking and then we'll start liking each other again because of alcohol <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, we'll we'll have some uh some maybe some rock band or some cards against humanity or something like that to uh to 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 mend the wounds. Yeah. <laughs> the last Jedi wounds. Up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so it's true. But yeah, thanks again for listening. Uh if you have not already, you can subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts or iTunes or however you get your podcasts or Shout Engine or Stitcher or the Google Play Store or I guess it's Google Play Music, right? Yes. I think. Mm-hmm. Okay, Google Play Music. Or you can if you'd like to give us your take on your favorite toys if we've missed your favorite lines or favorite you know particular toys or if you have a really good story about a christmas gift or something like that then feel free to share it with us on twitter you can do so at drd underscore podcast or email which is dance robot dance podcast at gmail.com or we are generally most active on facebook and our facebook is facebook.com slash dance robot dance podcast 
And uh, I think that that's pretty much it. So with that, let's say good night and happy holidays. Christy? Good night and happy holidays. That's what you said to say, yeah, right? Exactly. Uh, <laughs> Mark? Can I get the line again? What is it? Good night and happy holidays. <laughs> You can say whatever your little heart desires. Good night, guys. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody, or whatever you celebrate. And we will see you post-Christmas next week. Bye. <laughs> Have a good night. <laughs>